The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hi, I'm Megan Buchter. I'm the director of the Fowler Center for Business as an Agent of World Benefit at the Weatherhead School of Management at Case Western Reserve University. At the Fowler Center, we run a program called Aim to Flourish. The purpose of Aim to Flourish is to teach students about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and businesses' role in helping to achieve them and creating a more positive world for all. As part of this program, students conduct interviews of business leaders or social, social entrepreneurs, and they write stories that are then published on our aimtoflourish.com website. Additionally, every year, we do a prizing process called the Flourish Prizes. We award a Flourish Prize for each of the 17 UN Global Goals. Today, I have with me here one of our Flourish Prize winners for Global Goal Number 1, No Poverty. The company that won for Global Goal Number 1, No Poverty, in 2020 was Gojek from Indonesia. And the students that won the Flourish Prize were from Loyola Marymount University. We had two groups of students that wrote stories about Gojek from Professor Trevor Zink and Professor Jeffrey Thies. Today I have with me Professor Jeffrey Thies from Loyola Marymount University, and we're going to talk about how he's used Aim to Flourish in his courses and his experience with our program. Jeff, welcome. Great. I'm really honored to be part of this conversation and very excited to be talking about how wonderful Aim to Flourish is. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's a very nice introduction from you as well. Um, maybe you can just start by telling us a little bit about how you were introduced to Aim to Flourish. So uh, in addition to my uh, faculty role, I direct the Institute for Business Ethics and Sustainability at Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles. And um, about two years ago, a new dean joined the College of Business Administration. And one of the things that she asked that we do is that we become signatories to the principles for responsible management education. And then secondly, that we look at aim to flourish. And so I brought Aim to Flourish to the Faculty Advisory Committee of the Institute, um, and Megan and team joined us and presented the details of Aim to Flourish. And since that time, me and two other faculty members have adopted the use of Aim to Flourish regularly in our classes. Um, and we're also looking at some other innovative ways to expand the use of Aim to Flourish, which I hope we can share as part of our conversation today. Oh, absolutely. We'll definitely, we'll definitely get there. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about how you use Aim to Flourish in your course? What courts do you teach, and then how has the program fit into that? So I teach um, a capstone course called Business Ethics and Sustainability, and uh, really what that does is looks, of course, at ethical reasoning and how to understand business ethics, but also looks at sustainability and fundamentally the moral imperatives of sustainability. And the focus on the sustainable development goals, of course, is central to that class. I also teach a master's course for our MBA program on ethical issues in business. And one of the frameworks that we use for that are the sustainable development goals. There's a framework that, that I developed um, on an applied ethics framework that shows how business ethics is an operational practice by business leaders within the organization. But of course, that 
the work of business and the moral agency of business needs to be understood in the context of the broader social and environmental realities that we live in and both impact and are impacted by. So we use this framework of sustainable development in all of these courses really as the context within which we're doing business. Um, what's really wonderful is that we focus, of course, and, and I know that this is part of the genius of the beginning of Aim to Flourish is it's easy to talk about the bad guys, but let's really focus on the good guys. And so we do, of course, identify business ethics issues, concerns. We run an, an annual international business ethics and sustainability case competition where we ask students to identify critical business ethics issues and then propose a solution to that. Um, and in effect, that's kind of looking at not so good things that can be made better. Um, so it's really wonderful to have Aim to Flourish because that complements that with let's celebrate goodness. Let's identify critical business practices which advance uh, the sustainable development goals and kind of brag on the good guys and have a program and a process that enables students to do that. So it's a wonderful complement to other activities and programs that we have looking at business ethics and sustainability. And I, I kind of consider them bookends, and it's a real wonderful complement. Do So you mentioned two other professors that teach at Loyola Marymount University that use Aim to Flourish as well. Do they teach similar, similar classes? Are they also teaching the capstone class, or are those different courses? Um, well, um, the quick answer is yes. One has since become directors of the honors program at Lola Marymount. That's a professor sink. And so, um, so there's other courses in the honors program outside of that specific business course. Great. And then I'm also curious, you've mentioned a lot about the, the United Nations sustainable development goals. Were you using the UN global goals as a framework in your course? And then you found aim to flourish and you were like, this is a perfect marriage? Or when you started considering how to incorporate Aim to Flourish in your course, did you start using the sustainable development goals at that point? Um, I was using sustainable development, but not an explicit focus on the SDGs that one would naturally do when adopting uh, the principles for responsible management education. So that happened. There was a lot of work taking place throughout the university around the issues of sustainability. The um, foundation of the Institute for Business Ethics and Sustainability predated our becoming a signatory to Prime, but becoming a signatory to Prime and then using Aim to Flourish was kind of a natural evolution of the work that had been taking place. And what it did is it, it highlighted the importance of the SDGs. And then what we've seen since then is a cascade of focus on the SDGs throughout a lot of our programs. Um, just a simple example in our marketing program, we have a marketing for good course that, um, that develops and promotes um, business plans focused on one of the sustainable development goals. So it's, it's, it's kind of appearing in lots of different places throughout our curriculum and our programs as would be appropriate. So That's great and, and very, um, very innovative. You know, I think a lot of times you're like, oh, yeah, the sustainable development goals are there. We mentioned them in, in my course, but um, to really see how you and other professors at Loyola Marymount University have really incorporated them like into the entire classes, that's that's really cool. So with regards to the Aim to Flourish program in your class, how how have you really incorporated that in there? So do you how long do you give your students to do the assignment? How do you present the assignment? 
So, um, so first I'd say that it, I vary it from the undergrad to the graduate program. So for undergrads, I have teams work on the Aim to Flourish project. Uh, for grad students, they do it individually. So that'd be the main distinction. And that's worked well. That was advice that I got from you guys, and that was good advice. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Um, so I present it at the beginning of the semester as one of the deliverables for the for the semester. And um, the uh, and then what I basically do is have them write a they, they submit the aim to flourish submission through the learning platform as their deliverable. I do ask them to also turn in uh, basically a packet showing me the interview process, how they design questions um, reflecting appreciative inquiry, and then also um, kind of from a personal reflection standpoint, what did they learn and what's their personal takeaway from that experience? So we really seek to to build a reflective dimension to every piece of what we do, both related to Aim to Flourish and other things. So that's part of it. And then that also means that on the teams, each individual has a deliverable because sometimes on a team, as we all know, one student will kind of take the lead and they schedule the interview and three of the four members are available, but the fourth one has a, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, that's a way to kind of navigate both of those. The other thing that's really uh, interesting then is then I have each of the teams tell the class the story of their Aim to Flourish interview and how they experienced it. I don't do that as a formal presentation. They don't have to do a PowerPoint. It's not kind of a big deliverable, but it, we really have a class period where we just talk about what did you learn? What did you, what was the experience of that? And that's really been, been really great to watch the students kind of give voice to how positive the experience was to them and then have that inspire other students as they hear those stories. That's great. That's that's a really great addition to the assignment. And I like hearing about the the report that you have them turned in because you you must get a lot of feedback from your students. Right. Absolutely. Um, can you can you share some of that feedback, some of uh, what your students are saying about the experience? Well, um, so uh, one, which is actually, I think, part of the learning process for them, which is really good, but it's actually really hard for them is finding their company to interview is actually very hard for them. And uh, but so then they have to cold call and they have to I'm, I'm a former sales guy. <laughs> they got a cold call. They got to work relationships. They've got to get appointments. I mean, all of those kinds of things are just really important business uh, experiences. So just on that kind of pedestrian level, it's really good. Uh, and then, um, you know, so one thing, uh, you know, one of the time, one of the pieces of advice is to look at B Corps and really see them as potential interview sources. So that becomes a vehicle for them to really um, learn about B Corps in a way that they wouldn't have in a more direct way. We cover it in class, but, you know, this is a more direct experience. Um, and then uh, the um, uh, I'd say the final thing is it really the the way in which they take advantage of their networks. One of the real surprising things uh, that I found is that our students and their family networks have incredible reach. Um, and this m makes them kind of utilize the network so that they can figure out the right person to get in front of. So, so for example, in the last semester, we had one student team interview the chief sustainability officer for Citi. And then we had another student team interview a small coffee kind of Starbucks type company in rural Michigan. And the diversity of that and the ways in which they were inspired, kind of the business themes. This one has a specific, a specific buying relationship with a coffee producer in Honduras. And so they told that story. Just the scope of these things 
is really wonderful. And like I say, through the storytelling in class, then they learn that from one another. Yeah, that's that's a great opportunity to to get to hear from your peers, because even though you know everybody's story is on the Aim to Flourish platform, you might not actually go and read it and see who they interviewed. So to really have that experience in class to to learn from from each other is great. Yeah, it, it's really good. And then they, they also get inspired by talking to business professionals who are really working to figure this out and apply it and and successfully doing that. So so they, the other thing that they say all the time is this is just really spectacular because I hear and see that people are really doing this because, you know, not, not everybody's like this, but in class sometimes, you know, I'll say the sustainable development goals and business is a force for good. And, and really the, the moral responsibility of business is not just to make money, but to make, you know, stakeholder capitalism and to make the world a better place and all of those kinds of things. And then people go, yeah, that's not really, you know. Right. That's You're like, right. Really oh, yeah, this is works. just a class. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they come back from this experience going, well, it really is what works for that company and these other companies, et cetera, et cetera. And then again, going back to what I said, when you see the scope of the type of organizations that are embracing this in the ways that they are, they really get a much fuller picture of what's happening in the business environment. So another great benefit. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's always interesting. So, you know, I've talked to many people, many faculty, many uh, students that have gone through Aim to Flourish use Aim to Flourish. And, you know, like you said, the number one challenge that always comes up is, you know, it's hard for students to find companies to interview. Um, somehow they always do it, though. <laughs> they they always manage to find one. Um, when your students are struggling, what kind of advice do you do you give them to get through that? Well, I, you know, honestly, I, you know, look at B Corps as one example, but you're, you're exactly right. Um, I've had, you know, I've been doing this for a couple of years, maybe going into my third in multiple classes. There's only been two student teams uh, that had challenges. One, we're very confident they had an interview that fell apart at the last minute. And then another one just simply couldn't find someone to interview. And so I had to give a, a, a connection. But for the most part, you're exactly right. They always do. And and like I said at the beginning, that's actually one of the takeaways. I think that's a real benefit. Yeah, even when even when I present Aim to Flourish in courses at Case Western Reserve University, you know, I'll say to the students, if you're really struggling, please reach out. And I know that like it's it's like the biggest point of nervousness when they first start that assignment. Oh man, I'm going to have to cold call or cold email now that we're you know yeah, in uh, 2020 right. 2021. Um, but I rarely get students that actually reach out that need need help actually connecting with the business. Yeah, that's been my experience too. The other thing that's really great, and and just kind of to point to the Flourish Prize that uh, Lola Merriman won with Gojek, an Indonesian company. We have an international student body. Of, uh, we have a number of Indonesian students. We're in Los Angeles, and so we draw internationally, but certainly from the Pacific Rim. And so this enables them to you know, communicate with businesses in their home countries and then bring those stories to us as well. So another great benefit from a global kind of reach and insight standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a great point. You know, we I always tell our professors, our educators, you know, you can decide if you want your students to only interview 
businesses from your community specifically, or if it's okay for them to to interview companies from from everywhere. And um, I know your university is in California, yet the company that these student groups interviewed for this Flourish Prize was in Indonesia. Right. Well, because frankly, our students are from everywhere and where they are anticipating their professional careers isn't everywhere. So I haven't set any kind of geographical boundary to the use of it. Just use their network in order to identify companies and highlight them. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Also, though, what you just said about, um, you know, where their future career might take them. You know, if you're thinking that you're maybe not going to be in Los Angeles for your whole career, connecting with a company that's that's in that region that you're going back to or in a city that you're interested in going to is maybe a great idea. Yeah, thank you. So one of the things I do at the beginning of every class is ask them, where do they anticipate their career? And then I can get a sense really of their global reach and focus. Very, very cool. Very great. That's wonderful. Um, So how have you been able to then take Aim to Flourish and adapt it outside of your courses? I know that you've been working on some really interesting projects. Yeah, so um, thank you. Uh, In fact, we just announced the launch of this uh, this week. And uh, during the summertime, the uh, murder of George Floyd, the Black Lives Matters protests, the the obvious call for a profound focus on justice and equality, um, we, as in the Institute, said that we would engage this in a meaningful way. And one of the things that we started thinking about is launching something we're calling the Promotion of Justice Challenge. And that is to identify companies whose business practices are advancing equality and justice in SDG language, reducing equality, you know, and then um, uh, and then really tell the story of that. Um, And so as we were looking at the design of that, we thought it would be great to use Aim to Flourish as a preliminary round in our promotion of justice challenge. Uh, the, the, the through line is storytelling. It's not just identifying the you know, positive business practice and its impact, but really telling the story of that and holding up the example of that is really what this challenge is about. So, so again, we liked Aim to Flourish. We like the criteria of Aim to Flourish. I think the checklist just is really wonderful because it really focuses students on identify the SDG, what exactly is the business practice, how is it scalable? How do you think about this? It, it's, it's a way for them to, to kind of understand criteria. And then, of course, submitting the story tells the story of that. So, so we thought it would be great to use that as a preliminary part of our um, process. And thank you for supporting that. And, uh, and then um, the second piece of that is that means that everybody who enters the Promotion of Justice Challenge is also entered in the Flourish Prize process. So it's another additional benefit. So what we're doing is using Aim to Flourish for the preliminary round. We will take the four top teams that um, uh, are selected, and then they will be paired with mentors in the film and production and storytelling industry. Uh, We've got another company that's going to partner with us in this. So to create videos that, again, tell the story, and then we'll have an event in the fall showcasing those businesses and the storytelling through the videos. So... So Aim to Flourish is the narrative, and then they'll work on the video production of the narration. And so it's, uh, we're piloting it this year. We're beginning it with Loyola Marymount students. We really uh, are excited about this. 
and really hope that we can develop this into something that's a, a resource for other universities in the years to come. So, so that's, a, that's an example. And again, we're really excited about that. Um, just a little plug, Institute for Business Ethics and Sustainability uh, at Loyola Marymount University. You can see the website description of the specifics of this. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds great. I'm going to be honest, I'm a little jealous that it wasn't my idea. Um, <laughs> but I am really, really excited to see, you know, how this works over the next year and to see the companies that the students find. Um, from working at on Aim to Flourish, I know, you know, we think about global goal number 10, reduced inequalities, and global goal number 16, peace, justice, and strong institutions. Sometimes I would say that those are those are some of the global goals where it's hard to see companies really making that direct link. So um, it should be really exciting to have students kind of focused on on those global goals specifically. Yeah, thank you. And we're adding uh, gender equality as well. So okay. as a goal. And then, of course, um, you know, no reason to be jealous. Partnership on the goals. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I love the I love the tie back to media, the tie back to storytelling. Um, you know, that's part of Aim to Flourish's core is storytelling. So we're really proud to be a part of this new uh, competition that you're putting together. And I cannot wait to see these the stories become videos um, over the yeah. course of the next several months. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Uh, that will become a summertime project. So at least in terms of the schedule that we should have the Aim to Flourish stories done by May. And okay. then it'll be summertime project to do the video production. And then we'll have a showcase event in the fall, um, highlighting the companies in the videos. Great. Well, we, we can't wait to watch that. We'll be sharing all along the way and, and inviting you in, as you know, to help us with the appreciative inquiry. So oh, very absolutely. excited about the partnership. Great. Yes, we are, we are too. And it's it's exciting for us to see how you can take a program like Aim to Flourish that's you know, I mean, initially designed to be used in a course and then kind of take it outside of the course and and still use it with your program, use it with your competition and have students participate that way. So this is really another great example for for our universities that we work with, for our professors that we work with, our other educators, because um, we do work with some high schools of just, you know, ways that you can kind of take and adapt this program. I always say that it's very flexible. So um we're always we're always ready for a new a new project. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and, and one of the really things real the things we're really excited about is that we're targeting all of the colleges within the university. So this isn't just for business students, but it is really uh, multidisciplinary. And again, we think the Aim to Flourish process is really a good kind of tutorial about how to think business about business as a force for good. Again, going back to that great checklist. So. Uh, working with other colleges within the university, I think th those will be great tools for them. That's a great point, because I do try to say that, you know, as I talk to usually like if I'm talking to a larger group, I'll try to make the point that this isn't really just for for business professors that, you know, even if even an engineering student or, you know, a student that's in the liberal arts or, you know, another area of study there's a high chance that they're going to go work for a business. <laughs> and, right. you know, so what type of business do they really do they want to go work for? Mm -hmm. um, so it's still a good um, assignment or program to get them introduced to really like the different types of companies that are out there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Great. Well, Jeff, can I if I can ask you, you know, what advice would you have for other professors that are thinking about using Aim to Flourish or interested in incorporating more about the global goals into their into their courses? I would just say just just start, 
And um, it, it's frankly really easy to be quite honest with you because everything is laid out so, so wonderfully. And um, I really like also just to talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts, the editing feature. So a student submit a story and then it first comes to the faculty member to review and then give feedback. So that really, it just is very, very user-friendly. Students love this. Um, even when parts of it are hard, they love it. And so it's really been positive. And like I say, it, it, really, um, it really just helps them find businesses that are doing good. And that's really rewarding for them to have that experience. So I'd say just start. I mean, that's been what our experience has been. And, um, and then uh, it can lead to its own types of creativity once you become more familiar with it. But it, it, it's actually really user-friendly. Thank you. You're welcome. And Megan's always available. So I'm always that's available. also great too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Happy to help. Yeah, thank you. Um, in terms of the global goals, you know, I think, um, you know, there's just so many different types of initiatives related to that. You know, one of the things that, um, uh, so, so Prime has been significant for our College of Business Administration, um, highlighting global compact companies. We just had an interview with uh, um, the Vice President of Corporate Responsibility for CBRE. They're a global compact company. I mean, you're just profiling and highlighting the way in which businesses are engaging this is really important. Um, and then the other thing I just think is so important is that the, the sustainable development goals as one expression really of sustainable development and the role of business related to sustainable development just resonates with the students' experiences, both of what, how they're experiencing the world and what they need from the world. And so it's just really an important construct. And like I say, we present it as a business ethics framework, um, and, uh, and that's been really powerful. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, are there any other thoughts or comments that you want to add here before we wrap up? No, just, uh, you know, you can contact me at Loyola Marymount University if I can help or assist in any way. Great. Well, thank you so much to Professor Jeff Thies from Loyola Marymount University, um, one of our professors for our Flourish Prize winner for 2020 for Global Goal Number One, No Poverty. Uh, this has been a wonderful opportunity to talk to you and hear about what you're doing and your class and um, this new competition that I'm, I'm very excited to see take off. And we really appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you so much, Megan. Real pleasure.